night. What are you doing? Are you screwing? everyone to bs and bourbon i'm bob and i got james here with me tonight james tell everybody hello tonight oh dang we're on video hey yeah, you, gotta, you gotta speak <laughs> you are on video, but nobody else is watching so it's all right it's father's day man you have a good father's day yeah got to see my dad hung out with the kids took me a long nap in the afternoon i, I never get to do that it was nice and that took me a nap too it was great especially after the killer release we had yesterday yeah what would you know about it <laughs> i was there baby yeah, okay. I never saw you. You didn't, you didn't flip a damn hot dog one. Nope. Yeah. No, no. you are the expert chef. You and I have had dinner several times together, and that's all I've ever heard is how great of a chef you are. So you got to showcase it yesterday. It's not how great of a chef I am. It's how bad you are. I'm a real good chef. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, it was a good time. We got, A lot of people were happy. Um, a lot of people traveled, you know, the one cool thing about it is we had a, a group of guys that came down from, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, Raleigh, North Carolina. They walked out of there with a little over a thousand dollars in, in store picks. And that uh, wasn't just for roses. I mean, they, they, yeah, they bought yeah. several different picks for everybody. Listen, they rolled their other stuff out way before and then waited for like everybody else for the four roses pick. But yeah, they, um, they, uh, they got a bunch of friends up there that they took care of and that's a cool thing. So they come down every once in a while, but you weren't there because you had left, you know, I, I, did you even say bye? I think you just rolled by down the street and just left. Well, you know, I, I was looking at my smoker, you know, you know, I got this pellet smoker and, um, you drank your Zima? Yeah. And the temperature had just dropped down to like 90 degrees Fahrenheit and was sitting there. And I had Katie go run and go check on it because she was up at the pool and she turned it on smoke. And so I let it go for another 15 minutes. And the temperature still wasn't coming up. I, said, Man, I need to go check on this. See what's going on. And I get home and it looks like the back of my house is on fire. There is just smoke pouring out from the back of my house. I get back there. Long story short, I had to take the grates off and the covers off and clean all up around it because when I turned it on, the heat on, sucker jumped up to 550 degrees. And I, I, I didn't really want to have a real fire on my hands. Yeah, you're not too good of a firefighter, I don't think. No, I leave that up to you. You are the fire king. <laughs> I'm a fire starter. A fire starter. Not a fire. Okay. But man, it was a great time. We raised a whole lot of money for Focus Plus Fragile Kids here in Atlanta. They made it a point to come up and say hello and kind of see what all we were doing. And tell me how good looking I was. Yeah, she did. I said, said, hey, my name's James. I'm the talent. And then uh, she says, you also got the looks. Right in front of Bob, too. (laughs) I screamed over. Yeah, screamed over. My wife was there watching the hot dog stand while we were talking to him. I screamed over and said, honey. She said, I'm the good looking one. But it was great. Talk to them about some of the programs that they've got going on this summer with the special needs kids, the fundraisers they want to do next year, and some things maybe how we can help them out. Hold on, hold on. What? So when you left, uh, me and Daniel were sitting outside uh, drinking White Claws. Here comes this dude out. And and Tommy following out after him, he says, hey, Daniel, this guy's from Virginia. So he drove all the way from Virginia and planned his trip around the release to go see his dad on Father's Day. Really? Yes. Yes. And someone come all the way down from Virginia. Yeah, he bought every single pick Daniel had on the floor. That's great. Yeah, it's not the first time he's been in. 
But yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. What are we drinking today, Bob? We're about to tear into some Legends bourbon. Legends Two bourbon. different Legends bourbon. And Legends uh spiritsusa.com is their website um they're made actually just on up the road from us up in coming georgia and they've got some kind of special quantum purity filtration system and well you're about the only person i know that deals with filters every day you want to talk to us about this quantum purity oh, process? it's not it's not charcoal filtration right it is not charcoal filtration. Is it chill filtered? I don't know about that. It, uh, they don't talk about where they cool down the spirit to a level before it runs through this purity system. I don't think so. Okay. Well, yeah, they have a patented technology that is called Quantum Aging 8.0. 8.0. So this is their eighth iteration of this. Well, I don't know if it's theirs. Maybe it kind of makes it like distilled eight a total more times. But so they filter it and they got a comparison of all these congeners that uh, that other bourbons have. So uh, they have a list of these different things. So let's say methanol. You know, methanol, you can put that in dragsters. You can run a dragster off methanol. You know that? So methanol, their level of methanol after their quantum aging 8.0 is 19.68. What does that mean? Uh, that's how many, let's see, parts per million. What's a normal bourbon? Like I'm drinking right now well, some Old Scout, 11 year from about four years ago. Well, how about you drink some bullet bourbon and I can tell you. A bullet bourbon, you know how much how much is in a bullet bourbon? Yep, 51.29. Well, I got some bullet bourbon over there. I can drink that too. So apparently that can power a dragster almost. There's butanol, uh, active isoamyl, furafol. Propanol. I think propanol you can uh, you can put over somebody's face and knock them out. But so their propanol is twenty nine point four one, where uh, Bullet is one sixty eight, Woodford's three forty two. So they're filtering out some of this stuff. But I also know from my wastewater experience that if you filter out bad stuff, you also filter out good stuff. That's just part of it. So we'll see when we taste. We'll see how this how this works up. Well, we, I got two here. I got an eighty seven proofer and yep. a double barrel hundred proofer. Did you ever see the bottles since I got the bottles and you didn't? Yeah, I saw the bottles. Mm-hmm. So it's good. We want to you know, we want to help support a local Georgia company. So what, is, what are you starting with? 87, I'm assuming? Yep. Pouring a little bit in my glass. Good, good, good. Well, I've already poured. I've been I've been nosing. So, I mean, you pick up a little, a little hint of something sweet. I can't put my finger on it. But you do smell some young corn, in my opinion, and young corn. Yeah, that sweetness you're talking about. To me, this smells like sweet corn. Like, uh, you've never had mellow corn, have you? Yeah. I think mellow corn's got more age on it than this, though. (laughs) Yeah, so it's two years, and then it's the quantum aging. Uh, I'd be I'd be interested to see how much how much age that they that they think the quantum aging puts on it. Uh, I didn't have anything in my documentation that that stated that. But I mean, yeah, it's it tastes like the nose on it's kind of like I would say mellow corn. I mean, it's just real sweet. I don't get any caramel. I don't get any vanilla. It's just yeah. Sweet corn. It reminds me a lot of Woodford, truthfully. Woodford, all right, what you got on the taste? Again, that corn, a little rough around the edges. Uh, it might be because it's young. Some light, maybe some stone fruit, maybe some light apple, maybe some light pear. It being only 87 proof, it's a little thin. Yeah. Still got a bite, though. Yeah. Real short finish. I mean, I get a, I get a slight caramel, a, a very hint, a small hint of, of some type of fruit, but mainly mainly corn. Finish is real, you know, short. But I mean, I mean, what would you expect, you know, from eighty-seven proof? I don't get any flavor development on the finish either. No, it's just real short, little burn, and then it goes on down the drain. Yeah, a little short, little. I mean, it's short, a little sweet. I mean, from the nose, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have never thought it had that little bit of sweetness to it. All right, you ready to move on to the hundred proofer? Yeah. 
Now, this 100-proofer is double-barrel aged, right? That's what it says, yes. Do they talk about that at all in there, about how long it spends in one barrel versus another? Well, when they sent it to me, it was during the height of COVID, and, and it took us a little while to get to this. So my wife sanitized the bottles when they came in the house, <laughs> and they did have what barrel numbers they were. It's kind of got wiped off. So I talked to them about it when they when they sent it, and they said, well, they might not have actually put it on there since it was a, a bottle coming to us. So a, a quick backstory. It says, in 2017, a fifth-generation moonshiner, a self-taught mechanical genius, and a first-generation American entrepreneur received the patent for the Quantum Aging 8.0 and the process. They created a new tradition for distilling, purifying, and aging spirits. The men and women of Spirits USA embody the American spirit of ingenuity and enterprise. The 100-proof bourbon whiskey is a combination of 200 years of innovation, a true blend of traditional and 21st century technology, the ultimate in smoothness while keeping the character of the history. So, I mean, I know the I know the 100 proof is new to the market. I think the 87 proof has been out for a while. I'm trying to find the MSRP on these. Yeah, MSRP so the, legend, yeah, the, the Legends Bourbon, which is the 87 proof that we tasted first, is $33.99. And the Legends Bourbon 100 is $64.99. All right. Well, let's see if the taste justifies the price increase. Okay. On the nose, I do get more red oak, still very corn sweet. Yeah. Um, I get now I'm actually picking up that little hint of vanilla and brown sugar that I was missing on the first one. Yeah, I get brown sugar, corn, and then it, it, it you, you smell like more co- complexity to it. It's not a not just a straight smack you in the face corn, but there's still some corn on it. And again, you're you're two years old. So this one's double barreled now, that, and I wish they would say how long it spends in one. And then goes into the other. You know, are they using the same barrels from the original? And then once it hits two years, they're rolling it into a second what barrel I for another six months. What I think they're actually doing is double barrel straight bourbon whiskey. It says barrel number whatever it was, let's say three, and barrel number four. So almost what Sagamore Spirits is doing when they mix together those two different rye blends. Because in the in the regular bourbon, they do list the mash bill. And for the um, 87 proofer, the mash bill is 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% malted barley. Yeah. But they do not list a mash bill for the 100 proofer. I mean, do we have to assume it's the same? I, I wouldn't think so. I, and I, I want—I bet they've got two different MGP mash bills they're blending together. You think? So on the website for the 100 proofer, it says um, you need cor- collaboration of 20 of traditional 21st century technology and it has a striking full flavor with slight overtones of caramel chocolate and rye and a hint of cocoa sublime balanced finish with no throat burn but a creamy warm warmth once finished so on this one i get a lot of pepper especially on the finish with a lot of cracked pepper I mean, there's I mean, there's no burn on the finish at all. Mm-mm. Nope. No, nope. the 87 proofer had more burn than this. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. I'd be interested interested to know what the what the mash bill ends up being of each barrel. Definitely. I mean, the 100 proofer is a better overall bourbon than the 87. No doubt about it. Got more character. It's dry. It's got a real dry finish, but it does have a lot more character than the 87 proofer. Do you think it's the pepper aspect of it? Typically, when I get a, a, a pepper aspect, it kind of, it's kind of dry for me. Mm. I mean, definitely a better product, no doubt. Hunter Proofer is a better product. So now, what do you think about the MSRP on these? You've got, what, 35 for the 87 Proofer, and then, what, 65 for the 100 Proofer. Let's talk about that. I mean, you know, we we are kind of spoiled because we do a lot of picks and, and see a lot of different things. 
for a, a avid bourbon person, this is probably not going to be for them. I do like the 100. It's, 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 you know, it's better than 87, but I mean, there's not much 87 stuff we drink anyway. That's correct. We're typically in the, besides, besides Eagle Rare and maybe Buffalo Trace, we're typically 110 or above for the most part. Mm -hmm. It carries itself. I mean, it's, it's, with as much corn as I nosed on on the on the samples uh, on the glasses, I figured I wasn't going to like it at all. That's because what we're exposed to it surprised me a little bit. So before this I mean, day, I'd only drank on the eighty-seven proofer. Well, the eighty-seven proofer to me is just too thin already. Yeah, I mean I can't see putting this over ice. I know on their website they've got some recipes, and I, and I could see you know if you add a little bit you know some bitter some vermouth to it, you can kind of build on some of that complexity. I like a little bit of a of a stronger something more more robustness. And I, and I think the hundred proofer, um, I think would probably make a good old fashioned because my typical go to old fashioned bourbon is seventeen ninety two small batch. Okay. However, <laughs> that being said, seventeen ninety two small batch runs. Thirty-five bucks, thirty-two dollars. So yeah, thirty-two ninety-nine. Yeah. So it, to me, it's going to be that uh, you know, if I'm buying something to mix, and I do like mixed drinks. I think you make fun of me for it every now and then because I will make myself a mixed drink. Uh, I do like old fashions. I do like Manhattan sours. You know, my palate may change a little bit when I get further into this. I mean, but really, I've been steadily drinking bourbon for maybe a year and a half, two years max. I'm I'm still exploring what I like. You know, and there's so much out there today with craft distilleries, and and you know, even in Georgia, there's so much stuff. And we've we've well, got that's a, what I think. I think they've got a good solid foundation, and they can build on it. Yeah. My opinion, I, I would tell them to focus more on the higher proof stuff. I understand why to do lower proof offerings, but you know you're in a low in the eighty seven proof offering, like you said, now you're competing with the Buffalo Traces, yeah, the Jim Beam White Label, straight up regular Jack Daniels, and those have a pretty hard following. I think you you continue to develop your hundred proof and above line. Maybe get it to a bottled and bond state. Mm. You know, once it gets four years old. Can you do uh, that with filtration like that though? The bottled bond is a stamp of purity and, and good quality bourbon. I don't think that filtration it, to me it's no different than if you took a bottled and bond and did a chill filter with it. It's just a different type of filtration. That virgin bourbon, mm -hmm. you know, they do charcoal filtration. Yeah. You got charcoal filtering, you've got chill filtering, and now you've got quantum filtration. Quantum aging 8.0. Quantum aging. You know, with my history in filtration and day-to-day and -day work, you know, we can actually target stuff to filter. You know, I brought up earlier that maybe they filtered some of the good stuff that, that it gave that flavor. I mean, we know what MGP tastes like. Mm -hmm. We know what two-year MGP tastes like. This is a little less of a flavor profile than, than than a normal MGP product. You know, maybe let this stuff age a little bit more. I'd love to see the filtration aspect of it and say, hey, maybe target something. Target the bad stuff, but, but leave the good stuff alone. You're still going to take some of it out with a fil filtration anyway, but leave some of that good stuff in there because we all know that that some of those fatty fatty congeners and, and some of that bourbon is what makes it taste the way it does. Well, I kind of want to back up because, you know, when we got to go visit Bullet yeah. and a couple other places, you know, the stuff we were buying at Bullet wasn't their own distillate. Yeah. Just like this isn't their own distillate. Yeah. However, we got to taste their new white dog. And, buddy, it was good. I mean, I'd have bought a jar of it. It was good. I would like to taste what are you guys making because they are a distillery. What are you guys making? And then I would like to know what does this stuff taste but like before it goes into that quantum aging purity process. Let, let me taste this stuff along the way. 
not just a finished product. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming they're, they're distilling their own product now. They just used MGP to get started because they're distilling a vodka and, and the vodka, and I'm not a vodka guy, but I, I've read some of the reviews and I, I've talked to people that have actually drank it. Uh, I think Katie's drank some and she said it was good. Uh, mm-hmm. some mixed drinks. You know, I don't know anybody that just drank straight vodka. So, that's not the, that's not the segment we're in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just not us. We appreciate the vodka and, and it's being drank, but I mean, we're bourbon. I couldn't tell you the last time I drank vodka. I mean, I know I've never drank it straight. It's been with a Red Bull or something back in the, the early, early years. I, I think, they, I think they're a good product and, and we want to help you know, support them any way we can. You know, they, they ask us our opinion. We'll tell them honestly. I mean, that's the only thing we can do. Give mm-hmm. it an honest opinion. I think the 87 is not for me. I think the hundred proofer is for me is on the lines of being close to Woodford Reserve. That's what it tastes like. We just recently picked the Woodford Reserve barrel with cork and keg. It's very close to that. Personally. And on a price point, if you if you want to compare it to Woodford Reserve on a price point, they're not that far off. Not really. Not at all. A little bit higher, and I understand that because this is a craft distillery. Woodford Reserve is huge. I mean, we see it with. Jeff the Creed, we see it with that. They're a little bit higher. Yes, mm-hmm. it's young, but I, th- I think it'll go somewhere. I mean, it's the same thing that, that it may be Pinhook and, and Traverse City, uh, New Riff, and all those people. They went through this already. They're in now in their distillate. And it'll be a few years before Legends actually gets their own distillate, but you know, maybe they, they perfect it eventually. Filtering's not bad, especially some of the stuff I read on there they're filtering. Well, it's interesting how they're doing all these different types of agings and purification. I mean, we see it with that Metallica bourbon, you know, yeah. where they age it in barrels with playing music and all that kind of stuff. I'd like to try that, you know. You seriously think that that has anything to it? I have no idea. Did it black out? Is that the name of it? Blackened. Blackened. Okay, there you go. Man, I played old country music with my daughter when she was in the womb. She's smart as a whip. You say you got to play classical. I was playing Hank and Jamie Johnson. So maybe that's why she likes karaoke and old country music right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. I appreciate you spending some time with us, and then maybe you'll check out this Legends. Um, if you see a tent of them up somewhere at a festival, you know, go on by, uh, take, give it a try. Um, if you're at a bar and looking to try something local to Georgia, I would probably tell you if they had both an 87 and the 100 proof, go ahead and skip on the 87 and get you a little pour of the 100 proofer. Yeah, definitely support them because they are a Georgia company. Um, you know, we like to support local whenever we can, uh, with anything we do in this, uh, whether it be making shirts, stickers or whatever, we like to do that. I'd pick the or if you're getting an old fashioned made at a bar and, and you see the hundred proofer, you know, at a bar, cause a lot of bars when I go to and I get an old fashioned made, they say, well, what bourbon do you want? Try an old fashioned with that hundred proofer. I, I think you'd like to, I think it's, a, it's got some good qualities that, uh, like that, those peppery notes that yeah. stand up in an old fashioned. Hey, if so, they got a good start, we'll, uh, we'll try to help them and support them any way we can. Um, Try it. I mean, if you're looking for something new to try, try it. Definitely grab that hundred proofer, uh, support a local company. Where, where can they find us, Bob? I was about to say, James, you're not going to tell people where they can find us. You can find us on the Facebooks at mm-hmm. BS and bourbon yep. on Instagram, BS and bourbon dot ATL. And James has, has a TikTok somewhere. TikTok. I got, I got videos of Bob on TikTok. And Diane. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, that's going to be used as evidence in a court case where she's, you know, she's beating me. Mm. There's plenty of them where she's beating me. Oh, I don't blame her one bit. Y'all have a great night and uh, come back to see you soon.